0: He is the great I am, the mighty one of Israel, creator of the heavens and the earth, of the universe and all things, Master Jesus, we give you praise. Father in heaven, we worship and adore you as Jesus our Lord taught us to do, so we stand in your presence and say, Father in heaven, hallowed Be your name. We extol your name. We magnify your magnificent name. We exalt you above all and declare, Lord, that there is no God like you. No Lord like you. Jesus, King of kings and Lord of lords. The mighty God, El Gibor, you are. Everlasting Father. Savior and healer. Counselor. Deliverer. Our soon coming King. Bread of life. Light of the world. Jesus. Master Jesus. We give you glory. We extol you. We
1: magnify you. Your name is above every name. At the mention of which every knee bows.
0: And every tongue confesses that Jesus Christ of Nazareth alone is Lord. For there is no name given on earth under heaven by which we shall be saved, except the name of Jesus Yeshua
1: Hamashiach, Comforter, Healer.
0: Great physician, you by whose blood we have been purchased
1: from darkness translated into the kingdom of light, have been made God's own children.
0: Thank you, thank you, Master Jesus. Thank you, thank you that God came down to the earth as man.
1: Thank you for the incarnation. Thank you for identifying with us without sin yet was
0: made sin for us. Beating on your back, you gave your back to the smiters. And those lashes you received on your back, oh God, that was for our healing. We believe this. We know this. And we are grateful. We are thankful. We praise you, Jesus. We
1: magnify you, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you. I pray for your power to be manifested in the service, both in the in-person service in the sanctuary and also online. Touch hearts and touch lives. In Jesus' matchless name, let every name bow, every knee bow, every sickness bow, every mountain fall, strongholds crumble. In the name of Jesus, I render impotent all operations of darkness. I rebuke the enemy in the name of the Lord Jesus. Any works against God's people, against your spirit, against your soul, that is against your mind, their emotions, their will, I rebuke those powers. I rebuke spirits of heaviness, spirits of depression. We arrest you in the name of Jesus. Be bound seize your operations in the lives of... Of God's people and their loved ones, both here and online, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let people behold. I pray for soundness in their bodies. Soundness. Behold, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray for miracles. What the doctor said cannot be done, that man cannot do. I pray for divine intervention. I pray that Almighty God. Will heal and deliver in the name of the Lord Jesus I pray for a turnaround for you I pray for a turnaround for you now in Jesus name may the very God of shalom peace divine wholeness where nothing is missing nothing is broken no burden on you may this God make you whole Make you sound. Heal your organs. Heal your blood. He says to you live. Live. I speak to the pollution in the blood. In the name of the Lord Jesus. By the blood of the covenant. The blood of Jesus of Nazareth. Live. May your blood be cleansed. Be cleansed. Be cleansed. Be purified by divine transfusion. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Live. Live. In Jesus name. Not only live, but live and thrive. Live and prosper. Prosper into a kingdom. According to Ezekiel 16. Let this prophetic word in Ezekiel 16. Be your divine experience and portion. In the land of the living. In the name of Jesus. Whatever you wrestled with. Battles. Your warfare is accomplished. Your warfare
1: is accomplished. It is over. It is over. It is over. In the name of the Lord Jesus.
0: You war no more, not in that area, not in that area. Something new may come and you have victory over that also. But that that you struggled with, struggled with, struggled against for months. I say no more in the name of Jesus. That warfare is over. For your trouble, the Lord give you double lift your voice wherever you are in your home and begin to praise the Lord praise him whatever language you want right now we're all talking to God are not you're not listening to me you're talking to God so don't worry about not understanding just praise the Lord in the spirit, in tongues, in any language right now, just go ahead and lift your voice. Lift the voice of victory. Lift the voice of praise to God. You are not weak. You are not defeated. God lives with you. Rababesto. Ribiantos In the name of Jesus, go ahead and pray. Join us and pray. Come on in. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Everybody come on in and let's pray. Join in the name of Jesus, Labrazotes, right there in your home. Go ahead, Stay in the spirit. Get in the spirit. Stay in the spirit. In Jesus' name. There is no power of hell that keeps you bound. There is no power of hell that keeps anybody bound. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I command barriers to fall, mountains to fall. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. Those of you online, if you say, I don't understand what the pastor is saying, we are praying praying to God, God understands. So just go ahead and pray. Pray in whatever language you choose. God understands. Don't worry about, nah, I don't understand tongues. Talk to God. Jesus Christ. In his name we rule. In his name we reign. Libi Andosi Bikaya, Lazan Kazuris.
1: Ye Bazuris Zika hataya. Labor and be and those be and
0: in the name that is above every name, the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We render impotent, powerless, all activities and operations of the enemy against the house of God, against the people of God and their households, their loved ones, in Jesus' name. Healings manifest. Healings be. Your body was created by God, not for sickness but to be God's dwelling place. I rebuke the crab-like spirit of cancer in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke that spirit of cancer. In Jesus' name, I cast you out in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Now be gone. I declare that what God did not plant in your body dies now. What God did not plant in you dies now. I command it. I'll print it in Jesus' name. And in this place, health and wholeness be established. I commend you in the sanctuary and in your homes and all around the world. I commend you to God and to, and to his word of grace that is able to build you up. So be built up now by the word of grace, by the word of God's power. And this same word that gives you your inheritance. May you walk as an heir of God, joint heir with Christ in the name of Jesus. May you walk in your inheritance, not as a beggar, but as an owner. A believer is an owner. A believer is a possessor in the name of Jesus. This day, we possess our possessions in the name of Jesus. Stolen property, I declare return in the name of the Lord Jesus. What was removed, that must not have been removed. I pray for it to be
1: returned and restored in Jesus' name. Peace of mind be your portion.
0: Peace of mind be your portion. I arrest that demon of confusion and the demon of doubt and demon of lies, self-doubt. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Loose the people, let them go. Loose them, let them go. In the name of Jesus. So are you also loosed from infirmity. Go in Jesus' name. Whatever is around your mind. As Jesus said, Concerning Lazarus, after he raised Lazarus up, he said, loose him and let him go. I pray for the grave clothes that are around your mind, your head, your body, to be unraveled, to be loosed. In Jesus' name, you are free. You are free. You are free. Free from the grave clothes in Jesus' name free from the dead the da, fr- free 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 from the smell of death in the name of the lord jesus you are free from the smell of death in the name of jesus it is written in the Bible that God delivered three Hebrew young men from fire. Fiery, the fiery furnace. And there was not even the smell of smoke upon them. You are free from death. You are free from the valley of death. The valley of the shadow of death in Jesus' name. You are free from the valley of hopelessness in Jesus' name. And there's no smell of hopelessness, no smell of death, no smell of confusion upon you in Jesus' name glory is your portion honor, dignity, significance worth, value that is your portion in Christ Jesus he died for you because you have value to him
1: he died for you because you have value to God Walk in that freedom where with Christ,
0: the master, has set you free. Give him praise in Jesus' name. I feel it. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. I know it. It's done. Give the Lord a shout. Woo. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Can somebody rejoice in the Lord? Rejoice in the Lord. Yes, 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 sir, victory for you, victory for you, victory for you, oh, I am more than a conqueror, you are more than conquerors, yes, Lord, (laughs) to God be glory. To God be glory. Is any worthy of glory and praise? Yes, Lord. Jesus said, you shall say to the Father, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Ah, we hallow your name. We bless your name. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Thank you. I receive it.
1: Praise God. You may be seated if you can. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. I bless you all
0: in the name of the Lord. The Bible says David returned to bless his house. I stand to bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus. You and all yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. The power of God is here. The presence of God is here. Ah, I know we walk by faith, but it's good to feel His presence. Cool. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, it's good to see you all. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you. Good to be home. Praise God. I've been enjoying the services uh, online. Oh, and they've been awesome. Yes, let's give God praise. Yeah. Hallelujah. With Reverend Janice, uh, Pastor Sandra, and Pastor Joe Affle just been awesome. Uh, it's just been awesome. God, God, God has just been awesome. Oh, through his sevens, God is so good. Amen. I bring you greetings from the brethren in florida i spent uh, two sundays with them had some glorious times
1: praise the lord hallelujah oh god is good but uh,
0: hopefully, I don't know if uh, I can get you to be quiet enough for me to teach, but hey, let's, let's go. <laughs> I feel good. I feel good. And I just love this awesome presence and joy that is in the house of the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah.
1: Amen. You are of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is our subject, our title for today. You are of God. Amen. You
0: will find that in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4. This is the letter of John, not the gospel, but the letter. Epistle. First
1: John. So that will be towards the end of your Bible. All right, just before you get to Revelation, which is the last book of the
0: New Testament, before Jude, you find the little letters of John. That's for those of us who still use paper Bibles. If you have a digital device, first John 4, verse 4. Father, thank you for insight, wisdom, revelation in the word. Let the word happen as it comes forth by the power of your spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. 1 John
1: chapter 4 and verse 4. You are of God. Hallelujah. That's some shouting message right there. I am of God. Can somebody say that? (laughs) Hallelujah. You at home, say that to yourself. I am of God. You belong to God. He has purchased
0: you with the blood of his son, Jesus. Priceless, precious blood.
1: Can you see your value? He will not lose you. You cannot fail. You cannot be defeated. God is with you. God is for you. And if God be for you, no one can be against you to overcome you.
0: They will try, but they will fail. There will come one way, God will scatter them seven ways. There will come seven ways, God will scatter them 49 ways. There will come a thousand ways, God will scatter them 10,000 ways. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There are more angels of God watching over you, defending
1: you, than demons against you. Praise the Lord. God is real.
0: God is good and is watching over you. And He does not need you to watch for Him to be able to watch over you. Write that down. <laughs> God does not need for you to watch to help him
1: to effectively watch over you. He does not sleep. He does not slumber. Except the Lord watch over
0: the house. They that watch, they watch in vain. Therefore, he does not need for you to watch for him to be able
1: to effectively watch over you. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You are of God. Praise God.
0: I have to get this quick testimony out of my system. So that I can I can teach you, uh, because we are of God. So on my trip, you know, I heard uh, Doctor Charles Stanley of Georgia, a Minister, a older gentleman, uh, say this: that every every year he takes off a month and he goes takes a road trip to uh, to see the United States. And he takes pictures. He actually has some very beautiful, he's he's an amazing photographer,
1: beautiful pictures. So I said, I thought to myself, "Ah, I'll start doing that. I'll start doing that. So I said, well, I'll I'll do that. And then this February, you know, I'll begin Black
0: History Month. You know, I I will go to Georgia to see uh, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King's church, you know, and, and just see that, that sacred place and to his museum. And just just, just experience that, you know, as part of my, my travels. So I did get to do that. And, man, I'm telling you, uh, I was like, yeah, some people, some people yielded themselves to change the world. That God... Uh, help me do something with my life. (laughs) I just, you just feel so humbled, you know. Uh, Just, it's amazing. Anyway, long story short, uh, so I'm on this trip, I'm driving, and I suddenly hear, look to your right. I turn to my right, and uh, an 18-wheeler, you know, a a, a tractor-trailer is coming to hit me. This is, a, this is on the highway, so we're on this side, and on this side is bushes. The other oncoming traffic, they are over on, you know, you can't see them. It's like, we're just going this way. And so I'm looking at him, I'm thinking, wait a minute, he, he's not changing lanes. He's, he's not sleeping. It's, what's going on? So I, lo- I, I look up, and I see him, and he's looking at me. So I'm thinking, okay, he's not sleeping. He's, he's looking at me. But he's not changing lanes. Because when you change lanes, you kind of shift, you know. No, he is, the head of his truck is coming at me. And I'm like, you know, your, your mind is, like, wait a minute, what, what is going
1: on? He is going to hit me. This is like vehicular warfare. And
0: so I step on, my, my accelerator to get out of there.
1: I step on it and I hear he steps on his too. Yeah, I hear. Yeah, the devil is a liar. God, God is with us. You are of God.
0: And you actually don't need to watch for God to be able to watch over you. So I'm not just saying
1: something from the Bible. It's a living thing. God watches over us. God watches over us. Because as I, th- and, and I, I thought
0: over it, I mean, you go through such an experience, it's, it's, it's traumatic actually, you know, because you, you played over later on, you know, and I thought about it and I'm like, wait a minute. If I had not heard, look to your right, I actually would not have seen him and would not have known
1: what happened. I would not have known. So God was watching over me. And he didn't need me to watch over me
0: for him to be successful in watching over me. Can you understand this? When I told Meg what happened, she said, oh, he's done it before. And I thought the same thing too, because the way he did it, it's not like somebody who just, you know, no, he, he knew what he was doing. You know, but God surprised him. God let him know, no, not this one. I am with him. He is mine. He is of God. This one is of God, minus him. It shall not be as at other times. Not what you have done before. Not this
1: one. He is of God. Hallelujah.
0: So I sped up and he sped up. And I heard a loud bang. But my car keeps going. It didn't spin. Nothing happened to it. It kept going. If I had not heard the bang and later on seen what had happened to my car, I would not have known that anything had happened. Because my car didn't spin. It just kept going. And
1: I hear this with me. Don't stop. Leave for your life. And this, I just say this part, maybe for the young people and
0: some of you who have a personality like mine, uh, ordinarily I would stop, you know, be like, wait a minute. No, but you know what? No,
1: I, I would stop. And we, we have to, talk, you know, so anyway, uh, you, you don't list, learn to listen to God. You know, learn
0: to listen to God and learn to let God fight your battles. Praise God. Uh, because any other time I would have stopped and I would have engaged Him. But that was
1: not a time to engage anyone or that kind of person. <laughs> I I told a policeman, friend of mine, and he said, I'm so glad you kept going. So, Pastor, you got to know some of these people carry guns. And where you were in that part of the country in the south, I'm glad you kept going. Amen. So, anyway, I got that all out of me. I am of
0: God. But you know something? I prayed. I said, Lord, you know, this man, let him get saved and let him tell his testimony that, you know, I used to be a hateful person, used to be evil, wicked. I hated black people and other people, whatever. But God saved me. And I'll tell you this there was one day
1: I tried to kill this man on the highway. But God was with him. Because what I tried to do, that didn't happen. No. God was with him. And from that time, I came under conviction and I gave my heart to Jesus.
0: I have prayed that you get born again, become a preacher, and he would testify to this. Amen. Because that man saw something that day. Some people are not mosquitoes for you to just swat. They are
1: of the lion
0: of the tribe of Judah. Hallelujah.
1: He that is joined to God is one spirit. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world
0: against you. If God be for you, no one can be against you. The Lord watches over you. The Lord who watches over Zion does not sleep, does not slumber. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Give I unto you. So let not your heart be troubled. Fear not. For I am with you. These things we read in the Bible. They are real. And God does not need our help. For God to be able to fulfill. What he has promised. Please get this in your spirit. God does not
1: need your help. It is pride. It is pride. Human
0: pride, satanic pride that makes us feel that we keep ourselves, we protect ourselves, we have to provide for ourselves, we have to watch over ourselves, we, have to, we, we live in fear that when we get old, what
1: am I going to do? What are you going to do now? Now! Now! God wrote in the Bible, and he said, the young lions,
0: oh God, the Bible is beautiful. He could have said the lions. He said, the young lions, I provide for them. They get their meat from me. Do you know why he didn't say lions and said the young lion? Because they are agile. They are strong, viral. They have vigor. They they go to war. They go to hunt. They Hill, and they bring the meat in. The old lions can't fight. He said, even the young lions, I provide for them. It is not by your strength. It is not by man's power. It is by his spirit. I declare to you, the yoke in your life is destroyed by the anointing of God. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. The Lord He's fighting for you. His name is a strong tower. He didn't say the bishop's name is a strong tower. He didn't say the archbishop's name is a strong tower. He didn't say Pastor Tex's name is a strong tower. He said the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and the righteous are saved. Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. For there is no name under heaven given among men by which we shall be saved except the name Jesus. Jesus' name will rescue you. Jesus' name will deliver you. Jesus' name will heal you. There is no demon that can hold you bound. There are no ancestral spirits that can hold you back in life. He whom God has blessed cannot be cursed. I prayed for that man who used a vehicle to try to take me out. I prayed for him. And I said, Lord, let not this curse come into his bosom. I'm speaking from Psalm 109. He says, those who issue out and speak out curses, those curses will come into their bosom and they'll live it. I said, Lord, let that not be his portion. Rather, heap coals of fire upon his head. That will cause him to repent. Make him a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ and let him testify. I want to hear this one day that you say, I had an experience driving in the south and I saw that there are some people in this world who are not alone. They are of God. Come on, give God praise. Woo!
1: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God watches over us. Praise God. God watches over us. I say, God watches over us. Amen.
0: You need to learn not to doubt God, not to question God. Like when things happen, you don't know everything, you don't have all the answers. Human beings, we really are proud, you know. We're really proud people. God forbid. And thank God I'm here. But assuming this, and this will never happen, but assuming this, assuming this, assuming this man had hit me, I didn't know what had happened and I died. People will say this, God, why did you let that happen to your, your servant? How come you didn't reveal it? How come there'll be all kinds of questions. Are you understand, Are you hearing me? Right? Of course, because we
1: are proud. We don't, we don't really trust God. That God is in charge. We say, God, where were you? People say that, God, well, where were you? I have seen online.
0: there's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful brother, Christian, brother, good guy. He's taking care of orphans in Ghana. He's a footballer. When there was an earthquake in Turkey, his apartment collapsed and he died. They just gave him a, a national burial. It's really, really tragic. But people are asking, "God, where were you?"
1: Why do we do that? Why do we accuse God? Why do we attack God? You understand? If something had happened to Pastor Chuck, people, would be saying, "God, what? God,
0: what? what happened? Why were you?" You can ask Meg that morning that I'm I'm leaving. I said to her, "You know, i
1: I'm, I'm even wondering if I should fly." fly and not drive. Why would I say that to her? Because there's already information, communication from heaven
0: about this trip, right? But nobody would have known that God had already been communicating. God is always there. I planned to leave early. I did not leave till 1030 because I'm praying to get rid of this, uh, this feeling, this something just isn't right about this trip. And that is why I was running. Maybe don't do the road trip, but just fly. And then I prayed and I was like, no, you have to fly. Do your road trip. I'm with you. So once I got that settled, I said, okay. So she's gone to work, and I pray. I get this settled.
1: Yeah, do your road trip, and I do my road trip. God is always there. So there can be a similar situation where God will then give that person a
0: prompting, don't take this trip. Or you could be in a mall. Please listen, I'm teaching you. You could be in a mall and you have the same thing. Mm, Something doesn't feel right. It just feels like I shouldn't be here. You see, it's not always like, where you're going to have an angel come and stand in front of you and spell it out. It's not always going to be on a billboard. Are you following me? Okay, so sometimes it's like this, this an easy feeling at the mall. Same mall you've been to a thousand times. There's no reason why you should be feeling this way. But the moment you start feeling that way, that is a message to your human spirit.
1: That this day, this moment, you shouldn't be here. Do you say comprenez in French? Comprenez? And you understand? Leave. Are, are, are we
0: good? All right, praise the Lord. First John 4, verse 4. So good to, be, good to be back. Good to be home. Glory be to God. God is so good. Ah, hallelujah. You are not a mosquito to be sweated. You are of the lion of the tribe of Judah. Their seed shall be called a generation. You are of the generation, the seed of Jesus Christ. Not generation X, not generation Y, not generation Z. Don't follow the world. His seed shall be called for a generation. You are the generation of the seed of Jesus. You are a child of the
1: living God. Woo! Amen. This is it still me? a second part of
0: it. And the second part of the message, this is you are God, you belong to God, right? Okay. The other part of the message is going to be you are God's. Not as in you are almighty God, but you have the nature
1: of God. You are not almighty God. (laughs) No, no. Because you sleep, he doesn't sleep. Amen. <laughs> ah, you
0: are human, but in Christ you have God's nature. So we'll look at that as we continue this series of exciting revelations. First John 4, verse 4. You are of God, little children. I like that. Jesus called his disciples. By that title or that phrase here, little children. It's the title of affection. Amen. Nanush.
1: Hallelujah. My baby. Hallelujah. Uh, There's a
0: Russian word for baby. What is it? Babushka? You know, some things you just, it's an affectionate. Yeah, okay. That's the same thing he's doing here. Okay, we good? All right, you are of God, little children. It's kind of like when Jesus, certain times when Jesus healed somebody, and in the in the Bible story, we're talking about the person being healed. A lot of the time there's no name given. And if you've ever noticed, when there's no name, Jesus says to the person, daughter. Daughter, your faith has made you well. He personalizes it. He uses a word of affection, connection. You are mine. Daughter, I'm your father. You are my child. It starts out and it says a certain woman, you know, and then that certain woman touches Jesus, gets healed, and Jesus says order if you're in the crowd you're like oh <laughs> I wish you called me that <laughs> I mean, well he calls you that
1: if you have believed in him are we good okay you are of God you're not of the devil you're of God little children All right, let's have the Bible talk to us. So after he says, addresses them as little children,
0: uses a phrase emphasizing that they are his, you're my children, and an affectionate one. Uh, It's just like... When you call God Father, there's a difference between knowing Him as God and knowing Him as Father. All right? He's God to everybody, but not Father to everyone. Yeah, because some people don't believe in God. So He's not their Father. He's our Father. You see? All right. And even when it comes to fatherhood, There's another phrase that is used in the Hebrew brought into the New Testament, Greek, and just given to us from the Hebrew name as Abba. Abba, which we would not say father, we would say like daddy. See, that's a lot cool, a lot more affectionate. You getting this? Okay. See, this is all God's saying I want a personal relationship with you. I, don't, I want to be removed from humanity. Amen? Okay. You are of God, little children. And so the Bible says you're of God, tells us all these beautiful things. And what's the next thing it says about those who are of God? What does the Bible say? Let's not speculate. Let's have the Bible speak to us. When he told you you are of God and you are God's children... In that context, in that flow of thought, what was the next thing God said? Let's read. He says what? And have overcome them. We'll look at what the them, who the them are. But according to the Bible, according to God, if he says you are of me, God, what in God's mind, what's the first thing in this portion of the scripture God says about you? That relates to you being of God. That proves that you're of God. What's the first thing he said? Overcome. That means you are an overcomer. So those who are of God, they are what? Overcomers. Anytime you're teaching this, I'm a teacher now. Anytime you're teaching this and you tell somebody you're of God and you're doing a teaching, the first thing you ought to tell them is what? That they are what? What? An overcomer. Don't say all the other things you know, all the other great and beautiful things you know. We have all those things in the Bible, but the, but the person who says, You are of me, the first thing he attached to you being of him is what? You're an overcomer.
1: You can't kill this one, you can't touch this one. This one belongs to me. Praise the Lord. Satan will shoot certain things at our world.
0: It may be... Come, come with me. Let me show you this. Let me show you how Satan operates. Go to Revelation 6. We are close to it. Let me j- just show you this. Revelation 6. Look at this. Uh, this. This is not planned. So just give me a sec to find a few. Uh, Revelation 6. And...
1: This particular one that I want is. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's look at verse 8. Revelation 6 verse 8. If you find it, say amen. Okay, good.
0: If you're home, those at home, Revelation 6 8 reads, And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was death. So there's a horse. And the horse has a rider. The rider is called
1: what? Death. So death can ride into town. You getting this? Okay. And hell followed with him. So
0: today you learn hell is not only a place. Hell Actually, is also a personality. Are you, are you hearing me? Hell is a person, a spirit, a spirit being, an entity. Hell is not just a place, but there's a demon spirit, you know, principality, power, whatever you want to call it, that
1: takes people to hell. You seeing this? Okay. Now, according to the scripture... These
0: two personalities, death as a being, you know. And then some people have said, like, I felt like death just walked into this place. Well, I tell it to get out in Jesus' name. Amen. If you ever minister to somebody and they say something like that, you remember Pastor said it. We learned it from the Bible. So you tell that thing to get out. Don't just just sit there. Say, hmm, that's strange. I know. These are realities in the spirit, in the spirit realm. Something's trying to come in. You got to tell it to get out. We can't just be Christians and go into church and be nice people, but don't take authority over demonic spirits. You need to learn these things and act on the word of God yourselves. That's not, okay, act on it yourself. Amen. Because I was about to say something that some of you misunderstand. I was going to say, that's not the time to call pastor. But then you misunderstand it. Pastor says, don't call me. That's just being carnal. Just being carnal. You have to learn the word of God for yourself and learn to stand in faith yourself. That's what I'm teaching you. That you don't depend on me. You depend on Jesus Christ. But if we need to stand together anytime, any day, let's stand together and I'll pray with you. Are we good on this? Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Verse 8. And I looked and behold a pale
1: horse. English language. She was pale like death.
0: So, oh, the baby is looking pale. That means this, this moment, according to what we just learned, you need to do what? Pray whatever rider is making The baby looked pale. Out! Did you learn something today? Okay, let's go. Verse 8, And I looked, and behold, a pale horse. Something is riding into that child's life. Tell that thing, not here. Not my baby, not my grandbaby, not my niece, not my nephew. You understand this? People, a lot of you, some of you, your loved ones are not as... fired up, they're not as strong in the world like you. So you are the light dispelling the darkness. When family issues come
1: up and they talk about these things, you need to take spiritual authority and tell those spirits, not this house. You go. Because as for
0: me and my house, come on people, as for me and my house, we serve the Lord. It's you and your house. You shall be saved and your house. Acts 16.31, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved and your house. Genesis 18.19, as for Abraham, I know him. He will fully obey me and you command his children and his entire household to follow me. In the salvation plan of God, he thinks of you and your house. It's not for you only, it's for you and all yours. Give God praise. You are of God. Including that person, the family that is still doing drugs. You are of God because you cover them. You cover them. Do you know why Satan has not been able to take them out? Despite all the messes they got themselves into, it's because of the presence of God in your life. Your light is shining in that family. And because your light is shining, the darkness is dispelled. Why? The darkness of Satan's power is over. Hallelujah. And the true light of Jesus who shines ever so brightly. Oh, it shines with salvation. It shines with healing. It shines with deliverance. It shines with peace, power, prosperity. I am not dying now. I'm going back to Europe to preach. I'm going back to Africa to preach. I'm going throughout the United States to preach from Maine to Miami. We will do this work. We shall live and not die because we are of God and being of God, God says, number one, we are what? Overcomers. Praise God. So Revelation 8 and verse uh, 6 and verse 8. I looked and behold, a pale horse, his name that sat on it was death, and hell followed with him. So what happens is death kills them and hell swallows them and powers given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword look at this they're gonna kill he comes to steal kill and destroy but look at what they're using kill with a sword
1: that war conflict arguments fighting sword conflict war I don't like you, don't like me, hatred, uh, racism,
0: all kinds of reasons, men against women, This is against children against parents, this is just craziness, you shall learn war, no more, Woo, hallelujah, by love we'll win, by love we we'll overcome hatred, by the name of Jesus we stop spirits of darkness, by the blood of Jesus we have coverage, protection, full insurance coverage, by the blood of Jesus
1: Christ. Ooh, hallelujah! So they kill with the sword. They kill with hunger, with hunger, famine,
0: famine. No water in some place for three years. It's famine. They kill with death and with the beast of the earth. Satan will not come in with viruses to take you out when he rides into town. The spirits say, This one, that's of God. The spirits will say, Jesus, I know. I know you, who you are. You are of God. Didn't demons say that to Jesus? Says, We know you, who you are. You are the Son of God. Have you come to cast us out before the time? And the devil devil will tell you, once you find out, the devil will tell you, well, that was Jesus, but not you. Then you say, no, 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 no. But Jesus gave me his name. He gave me his authority. He said, all authority in heaven and in earth has been given unto me, Yeshua. I give to you my authority to operate on earth while I operate in heaven. Whatever you disallow, stop, rebuke, bind, lock up, declare unlawful and inoperative on earth. I, because I've already said it is unlawful, inoperative, in my word, I will back you up. I will work with you. I will come alongside with you. You preach my word, decree my word, declare my word, pray my word, say my word, live my word. I will confirm it with miracles following. We work together. So when the devil says, oh yeah, yeah yes, Jesus I know, Jesus I know, but but but, but you, you, can't, you can't do anything to me. He said, Jesus gave me his authority on this earth. It is not in my name. I come against you in the name of Jesus. That moment you have to live and operate like the beloved of God. And by the beloved of God, in the Bible I'm talking about David. Of course you, but the name David means beloved of God. When David
1: met this mountain of a man called Goliath, David did not depend on his skill. The Bible says there were men in the tribe of Benjamin
0: who were so good at shooting slings that if you had a hair, single hair, and you held it at a distance,
1: they could slingshot and hit that hair, strand of hair. Yes, wow. The Bible describes that. David
0: was a person who could do that. Yet when he met Goliath, he said, I come against you in the name of the Lord God of hosts. Give God praise. Whom you have defied. Today, you're going down. Amen. What can you learn from that? When you have a mountain before you, you need to talk to it. And talking to it, you don't plead with it, you commend the mountain. You speak to that specific mountain and you command it to be removed. Amen. And then the Lord, when He taught us, He said, When you command it to be removed, Because you don't want to be bothered by it anymore, the only place you could bury a mountain is in the ocean. So tell it to go into the ocean. What he's teaching you is this. When you deal with mountains in your life, completely obliterate them. Wipe them out. Don't deal with the fruit. Deal with the root. Talk to them at the root and kill it at the root in the name of Jesus. That is actually why when David met Goliath in that confrontation, David collected five stones. He needed only one for Goliath. But David said, I'm going to uproot these mountains of men because Goliath. There were five brothers. Yeah. Julius learned something, so he's thinking, okay,
1: if I kill this bad one, he's got four others. Same nature, same mountain of a man. He's
0: coming back. I mean, his brothers going to be mad. He just killed their brother. They're going to be mad, and four of them will come. You know, so he was thinking, I'm going to deal with this at the root. Did you catch the revelation? Yes. It was not unbelief, like, oh, David didn't believe. Like, okay, he's going to hurl that
1: first stone. And then it won't work. Then he tried. No, 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 no. This is not an effeminate guy. English language. (laughs) Effeminate is for females. This is English language. Unless you guys changed it. Revelation chapter 6, and I will leave it right there. Praise God. (sighs) Amen. I was trained to, from the age of 14, to lead a family. From the age of 14, deliberately, intentionally, by our father, from the age of 14. So it's been my habit to, like, check doors. It's a,
0: it's a, it's a strange thing. I go to visit somebody, lay, stay
1: in somebody's home overnight, somebody's home. But before I go to sleep, <laughs> Trying to see the answer, but <laughs>
0: details. But God is so good. All right. So one of these quirks, you know, times just led me to uh, turn off a stove that had been left on. Can you imagine you're in somebody's house?
1: And they're sleeping and you get up to check things. Why would you even do that? Unless
0: a pot sitting on the stove. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some things, some disciplines are good in life. You get trained a certain way, keep it. Don't change it. Because it may save a life. Amen. It may save a life. Praise God. Just last night, just last night, I get ready to go to bed, you know, put my notes, everything. And I'm laying in bed and I'm
1: like, ah, man. Amen. I don't, I don't like leaving the dryer on. At night, you know, when I'm going to bed, when the dryer's on, I want to be awake
0: just to happen. Just in case the dryer goes crazy and it's overheated, I'm not asleep. It's just to just happen. So, though I'm now like a little tired, it's 11 11 or no, 11 14. I was like, oh, okay, 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 I'll just go down and just make sure that I turned the dryer off because I was, I was doing uh, laundry. Uh, so I go down, and there's a fan on uh, in the downstairs bathroom. You know, you know, like exhaust fan. Is it just fan? Fan, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like any fire, fire but I'm just thinking to myself, mm. so if I had
1: not come down, I'd have had a larger bill at the end of the month. You know, all right. Okay, praise God. If you're a man,
0: take care of your house. There are certain things, certain disciplines that were put in you growing up. Don't grow up and change just because you went to college and some professor told you, you have to rediscover yourself. Just, just, just keep that. Some things are difficult now, like for me to preach and teach and all that, but I'm a pastor and sometimes the teaching is different. Sometimes I have to be a pastor. A little bit, you're doing the teaching, but you have to be pastoral. So I have to take care of some pastoral things. All right, gentlemen in this house, please take care of your houses. Take take care. Raise the next generation intentionally and deliberately. You are responsible. I'm talking to the men. I'm not, women, don't get mad. Don't email me. Don't fight. I'm not saying you are nourish. You are great. Okay, if you want to lead, go lead. Right? But I'm saying the women don't have to struggle to raise the families on their own. Men, please take your positions and be a man. And don't be effeminate, be a man. Don't be effeminate, be
1: a man. Be strong, take charge. God put you in charge, be responsible. Amen. Your loving leadership is required by the Lord
0: Jesus. Required of you, I'm talking to Christian men. You understand this? Yeah, yeah. Your loving leadership is required. But pastor, you're putting me under the law. No, this is New Testament. Ephesians, you have to nourish and cherish. Praise God. He who will not provide for his own is worse than an infidel. That is New Testament. This is not the law of Moses. And I'll be teaching you a series for you to understand that a lot of people who are teaching about grace and law, like law is bad, they are wrong. They are wrong. And this is what happens to the body of Christ. God brings a teaching to bless us and we go to an extreme and, and we just mess up. We always do that. You don't need to do any work to be born again. That's what grace is. It is free. It's a gift. Amen. But after you are saved, there are still rules that are not the law of Moses. There are still rules in the New Testament. Today, when you teach these things, oh, you're putting me under bondage. You're taking me to the law. And it's, it's wrong when ministers teach it that way. Like, like God messed up. Don't ever teach against the law like God messed up. God didn't know what he was doing. In the New Testament, it said the law was good. Read it. It said the law was good. Don't ever accuse God of doing the wrong thing. Today, you teach about grace. And just because you're teaching about grace doesn't mean you condemn the law. God gave the law. God does not give anything bad. Come on, people. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. When Paul said to Timothy, are are you paying attention? When Paul said to Timothy, Timothy... From childhood, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise unto salvation.
1: What Scriptures was Paul referring to? New Testament? No. Old Testament. I repeat. (laughs) The Apostle Paul, next to Jesus, like one of the
0: greatest, you know, persons we have. He writes, he says, "Son Timothy... You have known the holy scriptures. Your mother and your grandmother, Eunice and Lois, who raised you up. In what? The Jewish scriptures. The law of the law is wise. It is perfect, converting the soul. The testimonies of the law of the Lord are sure. They make wise the simple. Today, we think we found something. Everybody's teaching about grace and condemning law. What is wrong with us? Okay, another one. You tell me this. All scripture is given by the inspiration of God. Did he say some scriptures? Did he say New Testament scriptures?
1: He said all scripture. You don't need to do anything to be born again
0: except believe in what Jesus already did. That's grace to save you from sin. Afterwards,
1: that life of God that you got free in you, you are supposed to live it out. You're supposed to live it out. In Ephesians 4, he
0: said, put off the old man and his deeds and put on the new man. If you lied, lie not to one another anymore. If you stole, steal no more. That's back to the Ten
1: Commandments. (laughs) Need to teach this thing well, properly. Is it disturbing you? Grace doesn't mean you have no responsibility. Grace
0: just means you don't need to do anything to save yourself. God's done it already.
1: Accept it. And walk in it. That's all. You don't need to protect yourself. God protects you. You don't need to
0: A, B, C, D to get God's done it all. Accept it. And live it out. The live it out part is what when we tell people
1: you got to do. They say, no, no, you're putting me under the law. No. It's already in you. Let it flow. Let it shine. Who wrote that book? The Light We Carry. Okay. And now
0: uh, we live in interesting times. First John 4. Let's go back, please. First John 4.
1: Did you learn something today? Verse... Four. So the title is what You are of God.
0: Little children. And the first thing he says is what you have overcome and them. So you're an overcomer. We are more than conquerors, actually. Romans eight thirty seven. Romans eight thirty seven says we're more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. All right. Them here, them demons, them Satan spirits, Antichrist, anything against God. All right. Next week we we'll talk some more about it. Let's finish the verse, please. So wh- how have we overcome and why have we overcome? Because greater is he that is in you Than he that is in the world.
1: Amen. So you have opposition from the world. In the world. uh, The
0: flesh. The world. The devil and his cohorts will fight you. But Christ in you. Gives you the victory. In every place. He causes you to
1: triumph, triumphing Christ. Hallelujah. We've overcome because Jesus lives in us.
0: Let's take chapter 5 verses 4 and 5. Chapter 5 verses 4 and 5 will shed a little bit more light on this. Just a little. Chapter 4 Five.
1: First John five verses four and five. Excuse me. So 1 John 5, verses 4 and 5. For whatsoever is born of God. Little children, your God's children. That is, if you've believed in Jesus. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. We just read in 1 John 4, 4. Because Jesus lives in
0: you and he's greater than the strong man. He's greater than all things that are in the world outside of you that are coming against you. You're in the world. You're not of it. So the things of the world, the devil and his cohorts and everything that's negative and anti-Christ, anti-God that comes against you, you already have victory over because Jesus has given you his victory. Jesus defeated the devil and he gave, he did, defeated the devil for you. And he's given you his authority over the enemy. Amen. Okay. So now First John 5, 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world. What is it? Even our faith. Okay. So before we explain it, he's told us what is the victory that overcomes the world? Faith. So you're like, okay, Lord, help me some more. So look at verse 5. He explains the object of of your faith. Or the person of of your faith. Verse 5. Who is he that overcomes the world? But he that believes that Jesus is the son of God. Or he that has faith in Jesus is the one who overcomes. Because Jesus has overcome for you. Praise God. This is actually the grace part. He has done it. I don't have to do anything. He did it already made me more than a conqueror. So I just have to remind whatever has come against me, remind that thing of its defeat by Jesus. When you call on Jesus in the spirit realm, that thing is confronted by Jesus. Not you. When you pray for the sick, Jesus deals with that thing. It's not you. He just needs your hands as an extension of his hand. He's in heaven. You on earth, you are his body. He's the head and you are his body. And he needs your hand as the extension of his hand to come upon that person. So he flows through you. He's in heaven. He's the head. You are his body. And he needs your feet Needs your feet as an extension of his feet, meaning his dominion. You know, in the scriptures, one spiritual aspect of our feet, a spiritual aspect, there are many, but one of them is that feet speak of dominion when feet step on a place. If you put your feet on a place, It signifies, symbolizes taking dominion wherever the soles of your feet shall tread. All right? You have it. Amen. You all know this. Moses, well, even as a child, Sunday school, I was taught this. I didn't understand all of it, but I remember this. Moses meets God. Moses is standing at a place, and God says, Moses, take off your sandals or shoes, whatever he's wearing. And he said, because the place you're standing on is what? Holy ground. So there's something about, you learn something about feet. My feet is standing here. If it's holy, I can't put my dirty feet, my dirty shoes there. You understand? Holy, yeah? Separate is for God. So you can't be acting like it's all yours. You get that? So Moses obviously understood it. So you get this about feet, all right? Jesus says, "What I'm teaching now is, is from Ephesians one, Ephesians one." So He's the head, and we are His body, and He uses our feet to tread upon serpents and scorpions, to exercise dominion over the devil. Amen. So the Lord is working through you, the Lord is working through us right now we are one with him he has the victory and to manifest it in the earth he does it through his body That's you that's us the church we are never without him he's never without us amen I'll show you this and then we're going to end and pray I'll pick pick it up next Sunday Let's come to John. We've done John quite a bit today. This time, the Gospel, chapter 13. John 13. I'll introduce this today, and then we will pray. John
1: 13. Now, just for this moment, I want you to look at verse 8. John 13, verse 8. You are of God. Amen. All right, John
0: 13:8. Are you there? Okay. Peter says to Jesus, You shall never wash my feet. I was just talking about feet, right? <laughs> Jesus answered him. If I don't wash you, you have no part with me. Are you all there? Okay, verse 8. Do you all see this? All right, I will teach this some more next week.
1: What I'd like you to see for today's message at this point, this juncture,
0: I remember we talked, I talked about feet as dominion. express Where feet step expresses dominion, authority. That's the part I want to talk about today so we can pray. But there's a lot more about the feet we'll do next week. For now, though, I just read this, so you're probably thinking, what does he mean by, <laughs> if I don't wash you, you have no part with me? Now, this is, Jesus is going to wash their feet. And Peter says, no, Lord, you, no, this is a job for the lowliest of the servants. So are you telling me you are my servant? No, no, I can't let you do that. And Jesus says, if I don't wash you, you have no part of me. But we just read that we are of God. Amen. So if you take the scripture, Jesus is saying, if I wash you, you are of me. If I don't wash you, you are not of me. Are we good? I mean, we just read he says, uh, Jesus, you, you, I'll never let you wash my, my feet. Jesus, if I don't wash you, you, are no, you have no part of me. So washing you makes you part of him. Are we all right? Yeah. You have to come back next week to learn more. But just for this, I mean, to be fair to you, I introduced this. I have to explain this. Just for that, it's clear. He says, if I wash you, then you're part of me. If I don't wash you, you're not part of me. So what we've been learning today, that you are of God, you became of God because according to John, he did what? He washed you. Are we good? Amen. So somebody say, I'm washed. I'm sanctified. And I'm justified. By the blood of Jesus. Amen. So the washing that we'll look at next week is, I've made you born again. I've washed you with my blood. Praise God. And once you're born again by grace, through faith, it's permanent, it is irreversible, you are mine
1: forever. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. But what was one of
0: the first things we saw about those who are of God? Those who are of God, there are certain expressions about them in 1 John 4 and verse 4. And one of the first things the Bible said, you of God, little children, was the first thing he said, overcome. All right. So
1: those who are of God, they overcome. The world, the flesh, the devil, the attacks, the problems,
0: whatever comes against them, they exercise authority and dominion over that thing or those things. Are you following? That's actually because as they are walking with the Lord, He is continually washing their feet so that their feet can walk in the overcoming nature power authority of God those who are of me are overcomers whatever comes against them they are already born again they don't need to do anything to be born again but as they are walking with me whatever comes against them because I'm continually washing them with the washing of the water
1: by my word By my word, they are glorious. They are powerful. They are
0: strong. The word is working in them. And by the word, they are strong in the word. They are strong in the Lord. They are strong in the power of the might of the Lord. Not their power, not their might, but by my spirit, they suppress whatever comes against them. So for you to walk in
1: victory, it is of necessity, Peter, that I wash. Your feet. Did you catch that? Until there's a washing of your feet through the word, the victory will not manifest. You should. But for you, it will manifest. Why? Because the Word of God abides in you. Mm -hmm. The Word of God abides in you. Hallelujah.
0: Did you receive something from the Lord? Can you see yourself as the overcomer? The Word has been transforming you, your mind, your emotions, your will. The Word has been changing you. And the word has been encouraging you to take territories. Not to stay still, but to advance in the Lord.
1: The word moves you to take more territory for the Lord. Mm -hmm. The word does that. Amen. Whatever was
0: a barrier to others, will not be a barrier to you. Whatever it was a mountain for people that they could not overcome, when you show up like David, the beloved of God, you will bring that mountain of a man down. Who art thou? Who art thou, O great mountain? Before Sandra, you shall become a plain. Who art thou, O great mountain? Before the house of Janus, you shall become a plain. Who art thou, O great mountain? I'm talking from Zechariah chapter 4. Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain. How? By the power of God. How? By the grace of God. We are sanctified. We are washed by the blood of Jesus. And he that is washed does not need to be washed again. Because you are fully born again. But your feet definitely need to be washed. So that on earth, you can walk in victory. Give God praise. (laughs) Amen. So we're going to pray today before I end this service and you're going to tell the Lord Jesus that area of my feet, you know, that aspect about my feet where I should exercise dominion and authority that hitherto up till now, I have not seen it like I should today. wash me Lord. Amen. Yes. Let the word transform me in that area so
1: that I can take, bring that mountain down. Praise God. Some of you have gone around certain mountains for too long. Too long. Same old thing. Too long. In Deuteronomy chapter 2, God said to the people of Israel, you've gone around
0: this mountain for too long. The same emotional mountain. You date the same kind of useless man.
1: I mean, it's been 55 years. Well, you're not that old. (laughs) So
0: today, as we pray, turn northward to God. You know, when we were going around the same mountain, God said, turn northward. You've just been dealing with this same kind of person. I have a right person for you, but that person will come when you seek me. So turn northward, come seek me. We're going to pray now so that that word that God's been speaking to you, you allow that word to wash that area of your feet, your walk with God. Did this help you? All right. Some of you help the devil to help you get depressed because you play the same old tape. Well, we don't say tape today. What do we say? Uh, I don't know. But the same old thoughts, you know, it starts and then you start thinking, and then you go over, and haven't done much in my life, and I'm growing old, and now I'm 85. Didn't you read about a man who was 85 called Caleb, who said to God and to Joshua, you promised through Moses that this mountain is mine. My strength at 85 is just as it was when I was 45. Give me this mountain. At 85, but you are sitting at home and you let the devil tell you, mm-hmm, see, you're 85. You haven't done anything. You're playing the same. Oh, you see, you're going around the same mountain because you haven't turned to God. Caleb turned to God. He said, God is with us. We can take this land now. And he got it. Then later he said, that promise was made to me. It includes that mountain. You guys didn't take the mountain. I want it at 85.
1: In this world system, Lord Jesus, help us. Anyway, in this world system, they program you to die. They program you to accept negativity. So you have to let the word of God wash That area of your walk. So that you can have
0: a part with Jesus in his victorious life. Did I help you? So take a moment and pray. And that mountain, that thing that has been a mountain, you've been repeating it. Same, going over the same thing, that emotional mountain. Today, turn from it and look to God. Some of you, it's about this son, this son of mine, this or this daughter. Some of you, it's about your husband, or it's about your wife. It's this same thing. I mean, for 85 years, we've been counseling you. On, I mean, we're, I'm being ridiculous. But the point is, can, did I help you? Do you understand going around a mountain for too long? Okay, whatever that mountain is, it's been 73 years. You've been wanting to go back to school. Well, when will you do it?
1: Do it now already. Just do it already. Come on, people, do it already. Be a part with Jesus in overcoming, in moving forward. Do it already.
0: Father, thank you for your people. I see mountains fall. I see, I see, I hear you say, Who are you before my child? Who are you, great mountain? Before my child, you become a plain. I pray for your valleys to be exalted. I pray today for the mountains of your life to be removed, to be leveled. In the name of Jesus. If the devil has been lying to you that there's a diabetic mountain in your family and it's standing before you now, it stood before grandpa and not uncle, and now it's standing before you today. In the name of Jesus, I stand in agreement with you and we turn northward to God. Praise be to God who dwells in Mount Zion, the city of the living God. Praise be to God from whom deliverance comes, from whom promotion comes. For promotion does not come from the south, the east, or the west. But Psalm 75 deliberately left out the north. Why? Because promotion comes from God, who dwells in Mount Zion, in the sites of the north, the city of the great king. Join me now in faith, in the name of Jesus, and say, Lord, let the word of God wash my feet that area of my walk with you, where I have gone around this mountain for too long, dating the wrong people for 36 years. Today, I look to you, and I turn away from that kind of a person, that kind of a personality, that need in my life that makes me gravitate to that thing. Yes, I said a person, but it could be drugs. It could be alcohol. It could be gambling. What are you using to medicate your pain? Whatever that mountain is, today, I have seen it fall. You are of God and that mountain will not stand before you. Can you believe this? I believe better things for you, church. I believe better things for you. I see mountains falling. In the name of Jesus, rise in your spirit now. Those at home, rise in your spirit. Rise in your spirit. In the name of Jesus. If you're sitting on the couch and you feel like to rise in your spirit, it'll help you to get up. Please go ahead. If you felt it before I said it, get up and stand. If you are sitting on the couch throughout or laying in the bed, but as I was teaching for a moment, you just something was moving you like, get up. Get up now. Just stand up. It's a sign that within you, you are standing up. In the name of Jesus. Now that we are up in our spirit, we're going to take a step and we're going to stamp on that problem in your head and in your mind and in your spirit. Picture that thing under your feet. It is under your feet. It is under your feet. It is under your feet. The diabetic mountain in the family is under your feet. You are of the generation of Jesus in Jesus' name. So it bypasses that gene in that family that brings that sickness, bypasses you. And now that you are the light, you are now going to dispel it from the family. From this generation, that is you, it will no longer be known that cancer is in this family. Diabetes is in this family. No. We all know in this world, when you think about certain families, you see beauty, you see glory, you see victory. Isn't that right? Yes. Let your family be like that. Come on, people. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Today is our day of victory. Now is the acceptable time. Today is your day of liberty. Right now, you and your generations, your
1: families, will be known as the house of God. It, the time has come. For the house of David to be as strong as the house of God.
0: For the weak to be as the house of David. And for the house of David to be as the house of God. Let your word wash our feet. Our walk. We take that mountain. We take that mountain, we take that emotional mountain, we take that sickness mountain. Some of you it's financial to push the business forward, to get a family out of poverty, to move the family out of a dangerous community. Somebody will say, well, you leave that community, who's supposed to save that community? you will save that community in the name of Jesus by you not dying but you staying alive in Jesus name and then the Lord gives you the wealth and you go back to the community and you rebuild new houses and you have training programs yes yes can you see that now can we stop the arguments about negativity and see the good things? Pray that. Pray that. I'm not doing it for you, the Lord is doing it for you. I'm just a servant of God agreeing with you.
1: Your mountains are leveled. Mandori Bikasu. Libyan do Zebrekatuse Man de Bezukatayas. Those of you online,
0: don't get bored. Pray. <laughs> Stay engaged. In the name of Jesus. Lama Sutalababasi. Remove Lord, remove every blemish, every spot, every wrinkle. In the name of the Lord Jesus, wash my feet, Lord. Wash my feet, wash their feet, wash their feet in the areas of defeat. Previously, grand victory in the areas of fear. Let power and love. And a sound mind prevail in the name of the Lord Jesus. Mando Zipikaias. You have dealt with that sickness for too long. Today you are free from that spirit of infirmity. Today you walk in health. Today you walk in peace. Today you walk in strength. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen in the church and those
1: of you online, I just smell a rumor of victory. He's called the Rose of Sharon, Lily of the Valley. Just smell the
0: fragrance of God's presence. I know these things are spiritual and we walk by faith, we believe by faith. I thank God. But it's just a wonderful thing. Sometimes you have even such a strong presence it burst into the natural I can smell a beautiful fragrance here the Lord is telling you now you have life for you it's a sign of
1: life to the devil it's a sign that is the end of his occupation of his tenancy we are an aroma of life to those who are saved. To demons, they say,
0: have you come to cast us out before the time? We say, yes, get out now. Amen. I just smelled a beautiful fragrance here. I mean, I know we walk by faith. Again, I want to emphasize, you just live by the word. You don't have to see anything, smell anything to know. We know, but it's just, it's just it's sometimes the Lord does that. Praise God. Amen. I've been in a meeting where I smell like fresh bread, fresh baked bread. All of a sudden, and there was no bread. <laughs> Amen. I just smell a fragrance. Just, just a moment like, boom. He's like, I'm here. I'm here. Amen. Anybody says in their spirit, the victory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you just give him a wave? Anybody, smell the, the victory of the Lord. Just give him a wave offering at home. Just thank the Lord. Mm. Thank you, thank you,
1: thank you, thank you, thank you. Today you have washed our feet; that is our walk, and given us dominion, authority.
0: the areas (laughs) that had previously defied us, stood screaming and yelling at us, taunting us like Goliath. Thank you that just as the mountain of the man Goliath fell, thank you that the mountains are falling. According to Mark 11, we command the mountains to be removed and buried in the sea so we see them no more from today onward I declare to you that mountain that stood before you emotionally mentally that financial mountain that relational mountain even that spiritual mountain you see it no more in Jesus name pastor are you saying I'll never have any challenge no 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 no. you have more testimonies more challenges will come so you have more testimonies I bless you in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son,
1: and of the Holy Spirit. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Who receive it. Receive it. The fragrance is still here.
0: (laughs) Receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Receive it. Thank you, Lord. In our second Sunday meeting in Florida, just like today, I'd close the service, pray the final prayer. But God, who loves us so much, knew somebody, a young man, who had joined in by Zoom from another city, was going to see a cardiologist on the next day. Unknown to me, Close the service just like today. And the Lord said, I'm healing somebody's heart.
1: Physical heart. Speak it out. And I spoke it out. And the person
0: responded on uh, social media, on, you know, texted. (laughs) That was him. Young man going to see their cardiologist the next day. That's God saying to that young man, you are of me and I've given you victory. At the end of today's service, I just smelled the sweet fragrance here. Of course, we don't need that physical thing because we work by faith. But God chose to do that and reminded me of a scripture that says, we are an aroma of life unto life to those who are born again. But to the enemy and his cohorts, that aroma is death. That aroma tells them it's over.
1: I thank God for your lives. The mountain is down. Glory be to God. In Jesus' name. Amen.
0: Glory you. Glory you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Gloria adios. Gloria a Dios. Give glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I appreciate you all. God bless you. God bless you. Keep you all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Finally, for anybody given uh, in support of God's work here at World Missions Ministries, uh, you can do that. I pray that God will bless you financially, bless you in health, so that you don't have to use your money to try to get well because you're already well. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And for the uh, members of our church, uh, you can bring tithes and offerings to the Lord. For those of you online, there are three ways you can give to World Missions Ministries, the the work of God here. You can give via Zelle, PayPal, or send a check in the mail. The information will be on your screen. If you happen to just be listening, for Zelle, Zelle to World Missions Ministries, the number is 571-234-238. 8, 7. I repeat the number for Zelle Transfers to World Missions Ministries. The number is 571 2387 2, To give online via PayPal, please kindly go to wmmchurch.org. And click on the red donate button. Give whatever you want. However much you choose. The Lord bless you. Again, that's wmmchurch.org. God bless you. Checks may be sent to this location where we have Sunday services. And... The word actually starts at 11 a.m. We have worship uh, before that. Word starts at 11 a.m., and you're welcome to join us. We're encouraging our members to come back to church physically in person. We miss you, so please come back. And also let people know the address here is 6805 East. Clinton Street Clinton Maryland 20735 that's the zip USA the address again for world missions ministries to send checks in the mail or to come to church service is 6805 east clinton street clinton maryland 20735 Thank you. The Lord bless you. Thank you for being with us online. And thank you for coming to church today. With the grace of our Lord Jesus, the love of God, the power, the presence, the communion, fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and evermore. In the name of Jesus, And God's people said, amen. We love you. God bless you. Thanks for being with us. See you again.